Well, this gospel today gets to the core of many of the of the arguments between Christ and the Pharisees. Um, first of all, the, the Pharisees, as you know, are the experts in the interpretation of the law, or rather, the most observant group, right? And uh, and there was also a sort of hyper development of uh, of additional prescriptions, commandments, uh, rule rulings, bylaws that would kind of explain and uh, how. What, I, what did it mean to rest on the Sabbath and how many steps you could walk and what things you couldn't do. Um, so they, they, they go down to the nitty-gritty of every detail of life with this. Um, and interestingly, with this result, this, this hyper-concentration on the law and this hyper-development of all the rulings that go with it uh, can result, uh, if you're not careful with it, in actually betraying the law. Um, because they, you know, when you multiply so many principles and commandments that go with it, uh, you know, one you can you, you can pit the, the the less important ones against the most important ones, as they do here and at the end of the gospel, the section of the gospel today. They say, well, if I declare korban or sacred offering, all the you know the wealth the resources I had to support my elderly parents, then I don't have to do anything else for them. They could use some, you know, uh, loophole to get away f with what they wanted to do. Maybe not, not to have to support the elderly parents. And so Jesus says, and rightly so, you're betraying the commandment of God, and you find a kind of a loophole to to do it. So paradoxically, that super concentration on the law uh, and that super detailed observation of it can, uh, done in in the wrong spirit, can result in a betrayal of the law of God. Um, now another important thing for the interpretation here is that the, Jesus criticizes the tradition of the elders. Uh, how tradition in itself, keeping what has been transmitted from the ancestors, is a good principle in general. Right? But it can also be uh, one that is, has become corrupted, as in this case. It has become distorted. It has distorted the original law. Uh, and so in that sense, Jesus would say, you need to go back to the original intention of the sacred writer of the law of Moses, not the tradition of your you know, mediators or the tradition of the commentators on which you're relying. Um, we need to distinguish tradition here with a you know, uh, sort of commentatorial tradition from the capital T tradition, which is that which comes from Christ himself. When in the Catholic Church we say scripture and tradition, we mean capital T tradition, the one what Jesus transmitted to the apostles, right? So it's just a different thing. Um, okay, so as you meditate, this, this gospel is, you know, uh, it's, it's very interesting to meditate on that contention. And I think it, you can think of cases in which this might happen. It, this may happen today in which, you know, um, things that were uh, clearly established by Christ on you know, on the, the, the holiness of God and the temple, the holiness of, of matrimony, um, you know, the, the, the importance of, of living for God and, 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 and uh, of living with, before the gaze of the Father and not, you know, um, trying to simply please others and, and so on. Well, so many important evangelical principles that the Lord lays down, how they can be in, a certain, in, in some way covered by different human traditions and that distort 
what Christ established in the gospel. So take this to meditate on that. And maybe at times it can even happen in some ways that are in our own lives. I think if the Lord mentions it here, it's because this is a spiritual danger. It can also happen with us as, you know, uh, we might say, well, you know, everybody does it. That's a sort of commentatorial tradition, right? Uh, People's behavior is a sort of commentary on customs or laws. If people, nobody does this, well, it might be, it must be a symbolic commandment or something like that, right? Um, So at times it can be a way of uh, not abiding by what Christ established by saying, well, people don't seem to really follow this this rules or this aspect of the gospel, so it must not be quite quite so. Um, so it, it's a way of challenging us. Well, the Lord says, "Bless you, those who persecute you." Well, he he meant it, you know. Give, give, you know, without, uh, give freely, you know. Be generous with with what you've received. Uh, these are demanding words, but we must take it, take them to heart, and and let them challenge us and not just dismiss them uh, or cover them by a sort of, you know, coding of interpretations that um, soften or water down their, their original strength.